last week but we are back today better than ever and feeling good john how are you today man doing good how are you doing i'm great spring is upon us it's soon not going to be freezing cold here yeah what's the weather like out there balmy well actually today it's nice it's 65 but it's oh it might be warmer out there then yeah it's it's cloudy it's been chilly it's been chilly though the spring's trying to come through though last week it started to perk up and uh it's you know it's coming it's coming so i'm excited about it um and you know what spring means lacrosse season and this year we are playing maybe virginia tech might be playing we played last played a game already but then we had to cancel a game and i was gonna say aren't you already playing like you've been practicing yeah we've been practicing yeah it's good so we got a game on saturday against the Wolfpack, nc state We'll see how it goes. I'll try to channel my best uh, Jimmy V impersonation. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, man, let's talk about Division One lacrosse, though. It is going. It's hot. It's better than ever. And we missed a week. Uh, so, we're going to start talking Georgetown Denver. Then we'll talk a little bit about games from a few weeks ago, maybe this past weekend a little bit. And then we'll talk about the upcoming, week, upcoming games. Gut reaction to Georgetown Denver. Uh, yeah, maybe we were sipping the Georgetown juice um, a little bit too much to start. Uh, you know, they they didn't really they had big wins, but not really quality wins. And Denver was their first like top elite team, and to travel across the country for that game, they uh, they let the stinker <laughs> to be to be as nice and PC as possible about it. Um, they didn't really show up to that game. You you watched this though a little bit, right? Yeah, I watched a good a good portion of this game. You know, in all honesty, I think uh, Georgetown defense is is pretty good. I mean, they they lost faceoffs. They weren't particularly effective on offense. Denver ran a ten man ride, which caused a little bit of clearing problems for them. And defense still only gave up eleven goals, which is good um, relative in the shot clock era. I feel like, um, but I do think the defense is not what everyone thought it would be, but I'm not sure anyone really thought that they would continue that crazy trend of, you know, nothing. So I think their defense is good. Uh, I think their offense had some opportunities that, that they missed. I thought the Denver goalie played really well. Um, but most importantly, they, they just let the game get away from them in the first, the first half. I mean, it was, it was eight to four at halftime and in the game, you know, they only, they only gave up three in the second half, you know, got to, you got to score more, you know, they only scored one, right. It's 11, five final, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Have we have we had anyone win a game with single digit goals scored yet? No. Yeah, you got to hit ten for sure in the shot clock era. So, uh, I guess Denver's still a team to beat in the Big East, and it's only harder for everyone because Denver gets TD Ireland this week. And I mean, what's crazy about this? Stathicus is winning faceoffs. Like, are they yeah, faceoffs aren't aren't their issue? Is Denver going to lose another faceoff this year? Like TD and Stathic is fresh every face off. Like they're just going to, oh my gosh, it's going to be bananas. I yeah, has this, Denver turned the, the corner? Have they like fixed their early season issues of, you know, playing ACC teams? <laughs> I think this said more about Denver in terms of their defense than it did about 
Georgetown. Mm-hmm. You know, they held Georgetown to five goals, which is impressive. The goalie play from uh, Jack Thompson, I think his name is, was was pretty good. And and the defense held Jake Caraway in, in, in check. I mean, Jake had one goal early on a on a broken clear, but then I think he only scored one more the rest of the game. So uh, it was pretty good. Um, anyways, I, th- I think Denver Denver's heading in the right direction, and Georgetown, we'll see. This is their first loss, right? You know, if you listen to Quint, you, you know teams always get better between their first loss and their next game. So this is one of those moments. Uh, but moving on, let's talk about the games we picked a couple weeks ago. So UVA High Point's kind of old old news right now, but mostly because High Point got absolutely dusted by Duke 27 to 15 or 12 or something like that. It yeah. Was, who knows? They've been putting up football scores on defense. High Point, it's just <laughs> not their de- year. Oh, my God. They're so bad on defense. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I mean, it's eh, – that game wasn't close. Anyways, the UVA high point game was close, and yeah. I thought high point could win that game. Um, I p- predicted they would, and I think they could have. Um, I know you were you were looking right for a little bit. I was watching that game, and I was like looking at my phone. And I was like, "Oh my god, am I gonna get, am I gonna get the punch text like like they called it?" Um, but that last two minutes was just an absolute like mess of a lacrosse game. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think it was good. Good game for both teams, and I think High Point just is not in the in the league of Duke right now. They're going to need to figure out the faceoff dot if they want to have any shot at making a run deep in the tournament. Um, you know, Maryland. We'll move on to Maryland Hopkins. Uh, well, we can talk about UVA UNC a little bit. Did you watch that game? Yeah, yeah, I watched that game. I watched the first half. I didn't see the second half. UVA comeback. I mean, at the end of the day, UNC is a wagon, and UVA is not a wagon. That's what it comes down to. I think I, I I can get on board with that. Yeah, UNC looks pretty good. I mean, I think Virginia is like the king of uh, like mediocre shots. Like they'll get fifty five shots mm-hmm. a game, but like half of them are going to be like stick on the arms, not exactly the best shot. Because I mean, Matt Moore is shooting it like 12, 12 times a game, and he's just not putting up the production. Like he might be the least efficient shooter in the game right now, but I still think he's one of the best Dodgers. He's just not getting that clean shot. And if Virginia can figure it out, um, start putting it in the back of the net, I, I feel a lot better. But right now they're just inefficient shooting the ball. I mean, I think the upside for UVA is they, they found scoring from some guys not named Docs Aiken, Matt Moore, and actually Aiken's not had a great year, but Moore, Bertrand, and Cormier. Um, you know, Garneau stepped up. Yeah. And, you know, Schellenberger continues to, to rise. So I think UVA will be fine on offense. Defensively, they're pretty good. Um, you know, I think they just need to get the game in, in their wheelhouse. And they need to play at that little bit faster tempo. And and I think UNC's just – UNC's stacked, right? They got a lot of pieces. Defense is good. Offense is good. You know, they're going to put up 15 in every game. So you have to really find a way to match that. And that has challenges, you know, with – and, and, and on top of that, UVA didn't do very well at the faceoff dot against the. So, you know, that I, I'm not too worried about that. I think it's gonna be good. I think UVA, Duke, UNC are top three teams in the ACC with Notre Dame and a. Is that gonna put Syracuse up there to top be determined. Three? And well, I say in Syracuse in a to be determined yeah. situation. Um, and what's crazy about that is I feel like, like I said before, I think Army's is the sneaky pick to make the Final Four this year. Like they somehow sneak in there, maybe so. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to Maryland Hopkins and Big Ten Lacrosse. Um, you know, we we 
both picked Maryland to win that one easily, and they did. Uh, I think the bigger game we were talking about pre-pod was Maryland-Rutgers. You seem to like Rutgers a little bit in that game. You think that they're they're good? Yeah, I, I think going into it, I thought um, it'd be a lot like those first three quarters where B kind of back and forth. Um, I think Maryland just ultimately showed they're just a better lacrosse team, deeper, uh, more experienced, and they kind of took on that Rutgers onslaught in the fourth quarter, just kind of pulled away. Yeah, I my takeaway from this is that Rutgers isn't there yet. They have some good pieces, but honestly, they the of their first ten goals, I want to say four or five of them were all transition goals, like sort of odd, broken situations, and. I mean, don't get me wrong, those are important and they capitalize and Rutgers did a great job with that. But on, on the other hand, they could not score and settled six on six for a while. Uh, you know, Maryland was able to shut down Connor Kirst and, you know, Rutgers had no answer for that. And, you know, I think meanwhile, Maryland just looked like they were humming it. It literally just looked like a matter of time before Maryland kind of walked yeah. away with that, that game. And what's weird is it was a close game, but I never felt like Maryland was going to lose. No, you saw like Rutgers was like, doing everything like they had to get those transition goals they had to get like those man up stuff opportunities and they were barely getting by and the second the transition ran out like maryland just ran it up they didn't stop scoring right right and i think uh you know i think Rutgers has better days ahead and i think they're a team that's going to compete and they you know you said this earlier if you catch them on a good day they're tough i will say they're not a team i'd want to see quarterfinal weekend Mm-hmm. And and someone's gonna have to beat them to get to final yeah. four weekend. When their seniors turn twenty seven, twenty eight, <laughs> and they're uh, sure <laughs> the championship weekend. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, oh man, that guy. It, you know, though it's good that Cheryl Lombie's come back from some some serious injuries. So good to see him on the field. All right, stay in the Big Ten. We'll talk about Penn State, Ohio State, and we'll talk about in tandem with the Hopkins uh, Penn State game in Ohio State, Michigan. You know. My, my takeaway, Penn State uh, had a bad game against Hopkins. I think they just that that's not them. They'll rebound from that. Um, I think they're better than that. But in the, the day, I feel like it's Maryland Rutgers and then everybody else. And I'm not even sure that the order matters. You know, maybe Hopkins can make yeah. the run. I mean, like I said, you know, I said this at the beginning of the year, and I felt like I was an idiot because Hopkins was playing terribly. But I said that I thought they were a goalie away. And here we are. Maybe they were I mean, just a goalie away. I thought Hopkins looked really good in that Penn State game. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, and Penn State, it's also a little bit of Penn State looking really bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like Hopkins is playing Rutgers this weekend, and I, I I picked Rutgers, but the more I look at it, and the more I'm just ready for Hopkins to just pull that upset this weekend and kind of reestablish himself as the big dogs and the big 10 and that'd be Hopkins, Maryland again. Yeah, might be. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I thought Hopkins played better. I think they've looked good at the dot. Uh, I think defense is playing a little bit better. Um, certainly held Penn state in check. And I, I definitely think their offense is starting to hum along and, you know, that's to be expected. So, you know, it'll be curious to see Hopkins has some big matchups now with Rutgers. Um, they'll have, and then they'll, they'll round out, they'll play their Big Ten slate again. You know, we'll see if they make any improvements, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Michigan seems to be stuck in the cellar. Doesn't look super promising for them. No. Uh, which is, 
which is a bummer, but it is what it is. Um, Penn State's got a lot to rebound from. I feel like Penn State's got some talent, but they're just it's they haven't really gotten that chance to like get meshed together, you know? Did you so did you watch the Penn State Hopkins game? I watched a little. I watched the beginning. Oh man. The amount of times they brought up Grant Amet missing from that offense is it's all they talk about during the game. Um and it's never and good. You see it it's a little, good yeah. Yeah. And you see it a little bit, but like like you said, like it's all the same names. It's just minus one guy. Yeah. Like this was a historic offense. Um and it's just interesting to see it just kind of fall apart without their their main guy. Like Yeah, well, Amen was a straw that stirs the drink, you know? Mm. All right, let's talk about this weekend. We got in our upcoming games that we're gonna pick here. Uh, we're going to pick Michigan, Penn State. This is going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Do you think – do you see Michigan getting a dub? No. No. <laughs> okay. Is that all you want to say about that game? That's all, that's all I have to say. I don't, I don't want to talk about Michigan lacrosse. <laughs> okay. I, I thought Michigan did not look good against Ohio State. Their clearing percentages are terrible. Uh, but I did think they hung around which is a good thing. And they were able to keep that sore close. You know, meanwhile, Penn State looked like terrible against Hopkins. Not a lot of bright spots for them other than Colby. And that's that's well. keeping it PC. T- terrible is as nice as where you can say. Yeah, they did not look good. But Tambroni, you know, I think he fixes things this week. I think Penn State's hungry. They, you know, remember, they're only a couple years removed from playing in the national championship game. Last so, year, they were the odds-on favorite in preseason. They were the number right, one team they, in preseason. I just think they're going to get it right. Uh, I got I got Penn State winning 17-9 over Michigan, and you have Penn State winning 12-8. Let's move on yeah, to Hopkins. A little, a little closer. Yeah, let's move on to Hopkins Rutgers, staying in the Big Ten. Is there anything you want to say about this, or do you just want to, you know? Change? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping Rutgers bounce back. Um I think Hopkins looked really good against Penn State. Um, if they play that well, I wouldn't be surprised if they can um, beat Rutgers. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, though. I, I really don't see the defense really stepping up on either side. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. So you have Rutgers winning 15-13. I, I disagree with you. I think Hopkins is is a goalie away. I think they've gotten a lot better. And I think this will be a good game. But I think, to your point about Rutgers, they are hungry. And I think this Maryland loss is going to get them ultra focused. And I think that Connor Kirst, uh, excuse me, Colin Kirst is going to have a big day in cage. He did not look great against Maryland. I think he's going to play a little better. And I think uh, Rutgers cleans up here 14 9. Uh, I also think, I don't know the defenseman's name, but the guy who covered J- uh, Jesse, uh, Jake Bernhardt, excuse mm-hmm. me, Jesse Bernhardt. No, Jake Bernhardt, I was right. Uh, yeah. I think he's really good. I think he'll cover Epstein and be fine. Um, Moving on to Delaware Towson. This is a big game. I think Towson's struggling this year with only two wins. The Blue Hens, meanwhile, are like knocking on the door to join the uh, top 20 club. And I think this is one of those moments where Towson still has name recognition. And so for Delaware, this is like that big signature win, even though Towson's on a bit of a down year. Um, so I think this the Blue Hens need this one. And I think this becomes a defensive slugfest. I, I think uh, DeLuca and, and Natalyn both kind of blue-collar coaches. Just the way Towson likes it. Yeah. Well, I think both those coaches like it like that. And uh, I don't yeah, know. I, mean, I, got the, I got the Blue Hens getting the dub, 9-8. I haven't gotten to see um, Delaware play too much this year outside of, like, uh, some clips here or there from their games. But, 
No, definitely like that mid big mid major game this week. Um, and yeah, I think I think I'm going to agree with you. I think the UD is going to pull it out. All right. Uh, Loyal. Let's move on to Patriot League. Loyola Lehigh. Uh, Loyal Lehigh. That was last week where Loyola got pounded. Um, Loyola plays Bucknell. And normally, in most years, I would say this is uh, this is a trap game for Loyola because Bucknell runs that ten man ride. It's different. No one else does it. But everyone's doing it this year, so it's not different. Everyone's prepping for it. Uh, so I feel like Loyola has the same setup they've been doing. I think they'll do fine in the clearing game, and I think they have a, a little bit of, of a chip on their shoulder. I think they come out, they win this one. Yeah, they played, they played like crap against Lehigh. That was yeah, well. Bad. The I mean, the faceoffs sort of faceoffs and ground balls. I mean, they got they lost like Lehigh had like forty more ground balls than them. Yeah, the faceoffs hurt them a lot. You can't lose that many faceoffs. But Bailey Chavio is going to come back and be hungry again. I just think they're hungry. Yeah. I think they win. I think the, I think the revenge factor in sort of like the, like I don't want to fall off the map factor is too high. You know these. It, you know this is funny. You remember Hopkins a few years ago? I remember everyone was like, "Oh man, how'd it feel to be playing? You know, being playing playoff lacrosse here in the last two weeks?" They were talking to Petro about how they had to win, and he was like, "We've been playing playoff lacrosse since like March first because." We had to win almost every game after that. You know, we started the season s- slow. And uh, if you're Loyola, if you're High Point, if you're you, you can't lose any games. You know, Loyola can't lose any more games. They have to get in a good spot for Patriot League, good shot to get in the tournament. Yeah. So I, I think Loyola is going to come out guns a blazing, and Bucknell is uh, a good team, but probably not as good as Loyola yet. Yeah. So I got twelve seven Greyhounds. What do you got? Yeah, I got Loyola eleven to seven. Oh, one less. I think Ooh. it's gonna be a little lower, little lower scoring. All right, and then the last piece of news here: we had Q's got their game against Hobart, or excuse me, Hofstra uh, postponed due to um, some COVID stuff. Uh, I saw Lehigh posted on Twitter that they wanted to, they were looking for an opponent. Uh, on inside the cross, it has them against Holy Cross right now. Oh, did that? Is that what happened? I didn't see that, but. I was going to talk about Q's uh, Lehigh if that could happen. I had heard there was talks, but it wasn't going to happen. Um, that would have been a fun game to to pick. Who would you pick if they played? Uh, Syracuse. You'd pick Q's over Lehigh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if it, I don't think it'd be close. Oh, so Q's is going to play Holy Cross. And yeah. Lehigh remains with no one to play. All right. Q's Holy Cross will be fun. Q should win that game handily. Yeah, pretty easily. All right. Any other games you want to pick here in the on the on the slate there, John? Um, I didn't I didn't see too many um big ones outside the ones we picked. Um scrolling through right now. Not really anything special. Riveting pod- podcasting here. <laughs> John scrolling through. Inside yeah, the inside lacrosse. Any Sunday games? We got Villanova Denver. That's going to be a blowout by Denver. Uh, let's pick. There's a game going on right now that we have not picked. Who are you picking? Marquette or Notre Dame? And I don't know the score, so don't tell me. Uh, uh, Notre Dame. By a lot. I'm going to homer pick this and say Notre Dame wins by one. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Marquette can beat Notre Dame. They, Notre they, Dame's good this year. 
Are you are, are you do you do you not want this spoiled? Because I got the live box up right now. I do not want to know the score. Yeah. Don't do that. That'd be bad. That's but anyway. I'd be willing to put money. It's what it's twelve. It's one first quarters about halfway through. Uh I don't know what the what time is. It's. I bet it's five to zero in Notre Dame. <laughs> no five zero Marquette. Let's go, go Golden Eagles. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> is it already ten to nothing? Dang, it's not. Good. Uh, all right. Well, uh. So what's happening in California lacrosse? Quick little update on the VVAL. Tell us what's going yeah, on. There. So VVAL, VVAL schedule just came out this week, uh, which is awesome. Uh, our We had a VVAL coaches meeting the other week, and the coaches proposed a round and a half of round-robin play. So you go through the schedule once, and then you'll go through half the schedule again, um, which puts a lot of games on the calendar, which is nice because they are like guaranteed games where the school will help you schedule it and get field times and referees and all that stuff um so that just came out coaches are kind of figuring out now um if every team is ready to play if they have jv teams um it's looking like sonoma academy is gonna want to play a lot of the vval teams so they'll be involved in it um but there's also going to be no vval postseason tournament uh or or like year awards for vval which is disappointing because, you know, we get to play a full year, but we can't have a competition at or tournament at the end. Um, it's tough. You know, I I feel like there's, at least in the two years we've had VVAL, it's, I think it's pretty wide open as far as the competition. I still think Casa's pretty heavy favorite to win VVAL, but, you know, you never know. So... I was really looking forward to it this year, so it's disappointing that we can't play in the tournament. That's a bummer, man. It's tough, but you know what? Go win the regular season. Yeah. <laughs> Just got to win out. Regular season champs, baby. Mm-hmm. So, all right, but, good, man. Uh, we, got Sonoma sevens. we got Sonoma 7s going on. Oh, that's on right. Sunday. Sonoma 7s on Sundays. A lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we're doing some of that in the summer, too. So, yeah. but... Uh, Awesome, man. Well, good talking to you and, and good talking lacrosse. We'll be back on next week. For everyone who missed us, we will we will be on for sure next week. We'll not be late. And uh, make sure you rate us, review us, subscribe. Tell us what you want to hear. We want to hear from you, the people. And otherwise, we are looking forward to it. So until next week, for John, me, for all you lacrosse fans, peace out.